Hey everybody, welcome back to the Real Good Podcast. Gonna be a fun time today that I can almost guarantee you. So let's go right on into it. Uh, when I was in university, uh, at the big university, uh, Auburn University, uh, I, you know, I was living homeless and I was, again, dirt poor, but I wasn't, I wasn't super, super poor because I did work little small jobs. Like I would referee, um, some, you know, pick up football games, if you will, it was, uh, intramural football. And, uh, I would, you know, that, that's how I would make my money. It wasn't much. It was probably like 30 bucks a week, maybe at most 40 bucks a week. But, you know, for me, that was a lot of money. Uh, but then out of nowhere, um, I had met this guy. It was a Korean guy that was a student at the university. And he was like, hey, man, blah, blah, blah. For some reason, he talked to me. Or like, oh, no, no, no. Now I remember. Okay, so this guy, I had joined the club. Okay, I'll be real with you. I joined the club. And then the club was called the International Buddy Club. And it was pretty much a club created to kind of give the international students a, a native person or like a local American that they could be friends with through this program. So when you join the club, they'll, they'll find a foreign student and then they'll just like pull your name and be like, okay, we're going to match you with this person. And going into it, I was like, oh, this could be him because, you know, I've always had a thing for the Asians. So I was like, dude, if they match me up with like a cute Asian girl, oh, it's game over. This is the greatest club ever. But I found out later that they won't match up guys with girls, I guess, for that very reason. And uh, it sucks. So anyways, I got matched up with a, a Korean guy. Um, God, he had a very unique name. I can't remember it, but it was very weird. Um, and he... Yeah, I think it was Hung Man or something. Hung Man, something like that. But anyway, he got matched up with me. Now, we were, when you get your little buddy, you're supposed to arrange like a little hangout date. Like maybe let's go get coffee or let's, you know, meet up somewhere, talk about the culture differences. Uh, if you need help with any kind of English stuff, I can help you with that. You know, just, just hang out, get to know each other's cultures. It was a cool club. I think it was cool. I would support it. But I got matched up with them. So I started, you know, I got his like a, uh, information like his email or whatever so we we message a few times back and forth and i was like oh man hey what's up blah 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 he's like, oh hey blah, 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 whatever maybe he was in it for the same thing to try to find a girl and when he got when he got matched up with the guys like, oh god not this but whatever either way we we talked a little bit you know he was friendly he seemed cool enough i was friendly to him i'm sure he enjoyed my um you know interactions with him but nothing came of it. We never hung out. We never did anything like that. So I just, you know, we stopped messaging each other, and that was kind of the end of it. Well, sure enough, uh, I run into him probably months later, and he was like, hey, are you uh, are you big guy? I'm not going to say my name, but are you big guy? And I was like, uh, yeah, 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 dude. He's like, oh, dude, I was your uh, buddy in that international buddy program. I was like, oh, no way, blah, blah, blah. So we talk a little bit. And he was like, uh, hey, I have a question. And he's like, uh, do you, do you need a job? And I was like, Oh, you know, whenever I hear about this, it's like, Oh, I'm interested. So I was like, uh, maybe what's the job? And he's like, well, it would be, uh, tutoring. So like teaching English to, uh, Koreans. And I was like, Oh, fuck yeah, I'm down for that. Cause you know, I like the Asians, you know, I'm a big fan of the Asians. So I was like, yeah, I'm in dude. I didn't know what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like uh, students at the university 
and we meet up, and I teach him English, and then, you know, we do it, like, once or twice a week. I know what it was going to be. But then it turns out, uh, he's like, okay, I'll give you their information. Y'all can talk about it some more. I was like, all right, cool. So I get messages from these people, and uh, it's a girl, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's the, the leader of the student place or whatever. So she's like, okay, meet me at the, uh, it was called Latte Chemical uh, Company or something like that. I don't know. Latte Chemical, whatever. It was like a factory that created uh, plastic, like plastic pellets that you could mold into anything you wanted. So they would sell the pellets to companies, and the companies can form the plastic or melt it into something like uh, maybe some interior pieces for a car or, you know, stuff like that. Just, uh, I don't know, whatever. But that's what they made. That's what they made, plastic pellets. And uh, so I go to the company. I was a bit confused while we were meeting at this company. I was like, well, I thought these were students. Why don't we just meet at the university? So I meet them, and they're like, hey, hey, what's up? Are you blah, blah, blah? I was like, yeah, yeah. So I talk to them. I sit down in, like, a little uh, conference meeting room, and it's two Korean girls. And I have to admit they were attractive. And I was like, dang, this is ham. So, so I, uh, I started talking with them and they discussed the job, like what they're winning. At this point I realized, okay, these are not students. These are, you know, people that work for a company and I guess they haven't been in America long. So they want to, you know, learn some English so they can, you know, I guess have better English because they're going to be here for the long haul. So I was like, okay, you know, whatever, that's fine. So they started discussing it with me and they're like, okay, so about the pay. And, you know, at this point, I don't know if you're, you know, you've seen the jobs that I've worked in America, but the jobs that I work in America are probably going to pay at most minimum wage. So anything over minimum wage, I'm like, whoa, that's pretty good. Well, they throw out a number at me that's like $50 an hour. And I was like, are you effing serious? And then they were wanting me to do like, I think like nine hours a week of work. And it's like nine times 50. God, what is that? $450 a week? So I started doing the math and I was like, dear goodness, I could probably pay off a big chunk of my student loans through this generic job that I just came across out of nowhere. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is ham. So I was like, oh, buck yeah, I'm in. Well, it turns out they cut it down to like two days a week, maybe three days a week. And each day was only one hour. So it wasn't that much money. It was like 100 to 150 bucks a week. But still, for me, you know, you got to remember, I was homeless. I had no expenses. That was a lot of money. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'm still making a lot from this. Uh, so, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't even know how to teach these people. I'd never taught before. I didn't know how to approach it, whatever. So I, I made like PowerPoints and I made basic things like, oh, you know, this is how you speak like a native. Oh, I'm going to give you all sentence. You got to correct the sentence, blah, 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 whatever. So a lot of them didn't seem to struggle a lot with that. And they were like, uh, you know, I did that for like two weeks. And then after that, they're like, hey, uh, you know, we, we, we don't want it really to be like this. We would just kind of want it to be casual conversation. And I was like, well, F, that's good for me. Then I don't have to prepare anything. I just come in here and chat it up with y'all for uh, an hour. That's easy. So I was like, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So then pretty much I just had to play a role of like just – you know, compare it to like a, a TV show host or something like that, like a, a late night talks person. Cause I would be, have to be the guy that generates the conversation and yeah, they have to talk too, but I gotta be the one that like, you know, keeps things going. Otherwise it gets awkward. Cause you know, a non-native speaker is not exactly going to be the most talkative person in the world, 
But I had some really cool people in the class. You know, I had a Korean girl in there that was really cute and cool and very fun personality. And then a bunch of factory workers that were like more of like, you know, working class guys, but they were really cool. Like I enjoyed them a lot. They really were. So, you know, I was into it. I was like, all right, man, these people are cool. And, uh, you know, I was there for, you know, week after week. It was the same old crap, you know, just talking it up with the people. And it was a lot of fun. And then things took a turn for the worse. Okay. So a few of the people stopped going and I was only left with like maybe two or three people. And one of the people was the CEO of the company. Oh man. Yeah. Talk about pressure. And, uh, so these are the only people in there and I was like, okay. And I was just talking about ridiculous crap, man. And it's, I didn't know what these Koreans wanted to talk about. So I was talking about things like, uh, maybe conspiracies, maybe it would be a topic. Uh, just like, you know, different things that go on in America, this, that, the other, maybe uh, political stuff. And uh, I didn't know what I wanted to discuss. I was just bringing anything in there that I could. Uh, so, you know, sure enough, it, it's going all right because there's still a guy in there. Because the CEO wasn't exactly fun. He was a very pretty dang serious guy. So, But there was another guy in there named Spencer who was a blast. Like, he was really fun. I liked him a lot. Uh, all these guys are, like, middle-aged guys, just to let you know. So, probably in between, like, 40 and 60, somewhere in that ballpark. And, uh, yeah, so I was in there talking up with these guys. And eventually, um, the class loses everybody. But the one guy that wants to stay and keep doing it is the CEO of the company. And I was like, oh, no. No, because he was more of a serious guy. And uh, I was like, oh, dude, this is going to be so awkward. So I go in one week and it's like, I was like, you know, whatever, I'll keep doing it. Because it was still, you know, like $50 an hour. And I was like, I cannot, I can't not do that. So I, and I really had built up a good relationship with this company. It was all good. So I, uh, I go in and it's me and him. And he's like, oh, we can just do it in my office. So we're in this freaking office, the CEO's office. I'm sitting in like a nice office chair. He's sitting at his desk. And we're just uh, going back and forth. And it's like, oh my gosh, dude. Talk about digging crap out of your A, okay? Like this dude is just sitting there expecting me to put on a show pretty much. And if I don't, it's just going to be an awkward silence where it's like, oh boy, oh boy. And you, like, you know, when you're in an awkward silence in a situation like that, where a guy's paying you $50 an hour to freaking speak English with you, uh, you pull some ridiculous conversation up, okay? I was bringing up interesting things about, like, ther ther what is it? Thermo ther thermodynamics. Like, there's a video on YouTube about it, and it's pretty much, like, some weird in-depth thing. I don't know. It's I don't know anything about the topic, but I did watch this video, so I brought that up. And he's like, huh. So I showed him the video, and it's like, oh, interesting, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, my gosh, dude. So eventually, the job ended, and I was like, thank goodness, because holy crap, it's getting awkward. I, I find myself sometimes working jobs that are just unbearably uncomfortable. Like, I understand why the salaries for some of these jobs are so high, because no other job is going to put you in such an uncomfortable position, man. You've heard about my cringy teaching jobs in China. Yeah, imagine that same crap except with a full-grown adult who's the CEO of a company. It's like, uh, no thank you. But, you know, whatever. You got to do what you got to do for the money, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, so that was a rough job. 
And I, I you know, I, I guess it was a nice little lead in to what I'm doing now because it was teaching English to a, uh, to a foreign student. But uh, good gosh, man. Talk about some awkward times between me and that CEO. And like he gave me a departing gift on the final. They, they were really nice people. I liked them a lot. But I just liked the original group where you had a lot of people that could throw in their little points of view on the, the topic or whatever. But uh, yeah, so that's that's it for that one. Thanks for listening, guys, and I will talk to you on the next Real Good Podcast.